everyone. It's Drew Ross. You're listening to the Better You Love Drew podcast. I hope that everyone was able to tune into How to Manifest Anything in Life with Abby Schiller last week. She had some pretty major quotes that I've been thinking about recently. So go back one episode to tune in if you haven't already. You know, it's 44 minutes. But it's an amazing use of your time, I promise. She gave three really simple steps on how to manifest anything in life and then dropped some fire quotes on how the brain is trained to solve problems that it sees. So in the manifestation process, it's important that we visually see what we want to manifest. That could be a sticky note or a picture that you can reference daily. Verbally talk about this manifestation. It's important that your ideas are being communicated to others. So people have an expectation or an idea of what the desired outcome is. And then the biggest part is taking action to make sure that you are creating that result yourself. Great episode. If you're jumping in, you skipped over last week, please go back one episode so you can be involved in the conversation that I had with Abby Schiller. Today, we're going to be talking about getting your hopes up because that's a phrase that I hear so much. Don't get your hopes up. And I agree with some aspects of it and I disagree with other aspects of it. So today we're going to be finding the middle ground and the possibility of that. What does it look like to not get your hopes up some areas, get your hopes up in other areas? There is a possibility to find the balance between the two. For the longest time, I was all in on the don't get your hopes up. And to me, it made total sense. When you get your hopes up, expectations and excitement are in overdrive. These two things go hand in hand when we step into the space of, wow, if this works out, what are all of the possibilities that can come up? When it doesn't go according to plan, to how you think it might go or should go in your head, then the disappointment and the crash is much larger than usual. Now what I've realized though is that when I don't get my hopes up, I'm blocking some pretty major emotions, ideas, and feelings through the don't get your hopes up process. When I was able to find the fun and creativity in getting my hopes up, it changed the way I operate in this space. When you get your hopes up, and this looks different for everybody, I would say, you're allowing yourself to feel the most out of excitement and eagerness and nervousness, delight anticipation, there's probably enthusiasm and pleasure. Here's an example of what I mean when you're experiencing these things in like a real life example. Say you're on the market for a new job, or you're looking to internally rise within your role. You land a first interview, or you have a first internal conversation about a new role that you could potentially step into. This is a really exciting time especially after you've potentially applied to a lot of different places or you've had a lot of different conversations with previous supervisors about where you could go next within the organization. When all of this is happening, there's a large level of excitement and all of those positive emotions mentioned earlier that might come up when this happens. So you have one of two options. You can decide to not get your hopes up and place your focus elsewhere, or in my case, and something that I'm trying to practice, You could dream up all of the awesome things that could happen if these options were to actually come to fruition. When you're in this space where possibilities are endless with the desired outcome, 
there's a lot of room for conjuring up ideas of what it could be or what it could become. For finding your dream job that you just got an interview for, you might start to think about all of the new faces that you get to work with, or the way you would walk into the office in a new outfit for the first time, or a project idea that you might bring to the table right off the bat if given the opportunity. In your current role or unemployed life, you might be lacking a bit of fulfillment that has you looking for a new opportunity. And the ideas that you have when you begin to meet with a new organization can be applied in the potential new role within this new company. For the internal promotion example, you could think of ideas on what you would do with an increased salary and how that could benefit you and others in your life. And then also come up with ideas on how your brain in an elevated role would open up the doors for more conversations, changes, and processes that would happen with you in an elevated position within that organization. I find that any of these things can turn into reality, and they are worth time thinking about. You have a potential opportunity of any kind, and you let your brain go there and get excited about it, and then you notice the common trends and ideas and scenarios that come up in this space. It all sounds amazing, right? So when the idea that the higher you climb, the harder you fall comes up, this is where we really want to look at, okay, we've experienced the positive emotions. Now that we've climbed really high and dreamed up all of these ideas and scenarios of what it would be like if it actually came to fruition, there's a potential that you now have a far fall if it doesn't go according to plan. So the more you dream up ideas and potential realities in your head about how things could, should, or might go, the more attached you get to that idea actually happening. Your ideas, as you dream them up more and more, are now becoming a larger reality. It's all those positive emotions elevated as you dream and come up with more and more ideas. In the event that your dream scenario doesn't happen, you'll most likely experience negative emotions that are just as strong as the positive ones. And this is the other side of the seesaw, also known as the 50-50 life of negative and positive emotion that we talk about all the time. So this means that the sting and an undesirable outcome will be much larger if you allow yourself to get your hopes up. But so what? Abby Schiller mentioned this in the Manifestation Podcast last week, that we are able to handle emotions which are just vibrations in the body. So the worst thing that can happen is that you experience a negative emotion, which is harmless. All of the incredible ideas that are in your head are worth that, in my opinion. To take this a step farther, and a big reason as to why we're trying to find the middle ground here on getting our hopes up, is that you could potentially spend a little more time than necessary really dreaming about what it would look like to land the new position or internal promotion. It's the having all of your eggs in one basket idea. The first interview and both of these scenarios went really well. So whether that's you don't have a job and you're looking to join a new organization or you're already part of an organization and you got the first interview or conversation to step up into a new role. So in both of these scenarios, both conversations went really well. So then you just go into coast mode and you don't worry to have backup options in the event that either of them don't pan out. Having options is important just in case. 
And there can be a balance between getting your hopes up and dreaming of all the possibilities and making sure that your bases are covered and you're still taking action to have options if necessary. All of your ideas that you dream up in one scenario can be directly applied to the next. So the opportunity that you dreamt up, it might disappear, but your ideas did not. Your ideas can be directly transferred to the next scenario, situation, interview, job, new role, anything. All of those ideas can be directly applied to the next great opportunity that you find. When you get your hopes up and you go there, you go all the way there, you don't block really positive emotions that might come up when you step into a dream space. When you get your hopes up, you allow yourself to be willing to handle big negative emotions in the event the situation doesn't pan out. When you get your hopes up, you find the balance in realizing what's possible and being realistic that still having options is important. Backup plans are just as important as dreaming up all of the amazing ideas that you came up with if everything were to go according to plan. I want this episode to be an area where you just ask yourself, if it all went according to plan, what would that look like? And be very delusional about it because that's a lot of fun. I have all of these ideas that I just came up with. If I can't use them in the dream scenario, then how can I use them where I'm currently at or in the next opportunity? If I can't use these ideas where I'm currently at from the opportunity that I thought would pan out, how can I use them in the future? How can I continue to build a bench or a backup plan so I can pivot to the next big thing if needed? Getting your hopes up is allowing yourself to experience emotions of all kinds, the good and the bad, and it allows your brain to do what it does best. Just come up with really good ideas that display more aspects of who you are as a person. Allow yourself the flexibility to get your hopes up. You don't have to do it every time, but blocking the hope space for your next big life moment also blocks some pretty big elements of being a human being, which are those negative emotions that we talked about. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and I'll see you next week. In what ways are you tapping into the best version of yourself on a daily basis? Maybe you've been following me since the beginning, or maybe this is your first ever Better You Love Drew podcast episode. Regardless, if you like what you hear on the podcast and want to take this information and apply it to your life today, that's what I'm here for. Working with a life coach helps make your already amazing life even more amazing. It's possible to set up really big goals and achieve them. And it's possible to change the way you are currently operating to show up daily for a life that you're absolutely obsessed with. And it's also a lot easier than you might think. Instead of thinking, Success like that happens to other people. Let me show you how you can do it for yourself. Book a consultation with me via Instagram at Drew Ross Coaching. You can also do it via my website, DrewRossCoaching.com, or by sending me an email, DrewRossCoaching at gmail.com. The time is now and you are ready, I promise you. See you in the consultation.